You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, my co-host, Lacey Finley. Happy Monday. Who? what a week it has been. It has. It got it's cold around here. It, it's, well, I'm used to it this time of year, so I just, like, I actually, I actually left the house yesterday. Ooh. Because today... Mm-hmm. Is the hubby's birthday, so Aww. I had to go out and get him some. I had to go out into the real world and get mm-hmm. presents yesterday, and I was like, "Yep, October. It's getting chilly and sprinkly, rainy all the time, and it's just blah outside. <laughs> it's just blah." Yeah. Well, happy birthday, uh, hubby. Hubby. I, I, I don't know Dolls. if we've ever said his name, and I, I just yeah, wanna, yeah, I don't want to do that. He always okay. kind of wanted it separated from the stuff I did. And I'm like, I can respect that. So fair enough. Fair it's enough. all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then that answers another question I had, but I'll talk to you about that later. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, Some deep deep secrets going on here. He exists. He, he does exist. He does exist. <laughs> I have seen him. Well, you've seen pictures. Pictures, we were actually, yes. Okay, so you guys will just have a little sidebar here. Because <laughs> him and I were actually just discussing that like two or three weeks ago where he's like, why didn't I beat him in Boston now? And I had to sit there and go back and think because it didn't make any sense. But then since he didn't have, he didn't want to go to the convention and that's what we were there for. Mm-hmm. It was just our our time was always 100% split. So he went and played in, in Boston while we were at the con and then we'd go do whatever it was afterwards. And then you and I would just go our separate ways back to our B&Bs. And then it just, the two never ended up <laughs> crossing for whatever yeah. reason. How silly to be that close and then still not what, but we'll make it happen. We'll make, we'll make it, it happen. happen. We'll make it Some happen. Some point. So, yeah, it's it's odd. But I thought it was going to happen. But like you said, it just all, all the running and everything like that. Cons are, unless you you carve out the time and you know this is not con time, this is this time. And I think we could have done it. I think it just never really crossed our mind to carve out the time until like the last day. Mm -hmm. So, well, it's kind of too late now because I'm going to bed and tomorrow morning we leave. (laughs) So, oops. Oopsie. Oopsie. (laughs) So, I don't know. But it'll, it'll happen. So... I've been thinking about some stuff because what am I thinking? Have you been thinking anything this week? I mean, probably not interesting things, but yes. Okay. Okay. I haven't been pondering anything large. Okay. Well, I I haven't. I mean, these aren't large things that I'm thinking about. Not to deviate, you know, from like what we actually talk about here. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, (laughs) There's a lot that happened this week, but. (laughs) I just wanted to touch on a few things and just kind of, you know, throw out a few feelers, I guess. Um, first of all, 
Did you know? <laughs> and this is the most insane thing I'm ever going to say. Just thinking about saying it now. is bizarre because I'd have never thought. But did you happen to know that Count Chocula was uh, inbred? Um, I mean, <laughs> definitely not something I ever thought about. No. Like, okay. <laughs> what now? <laughs> okay. okay. So apparently there, uh, there, there is a um, food theory. It's Matt Pat doing his. Uh, I actually started to watch that. Wa- I think I walked away and then autoplay and it left my brain. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Pat did a. I guess a he was trying to figure theory. out the the, line, the lineage of Count Chocula. Like, why is he a count? Where does he hail from? All these things. Mm-hmm. But one of the factors he kind of threw in there was his protruding jawline. And apparently, okay. there is a. Uh, what's the term I'm looking for? A condition? Yes, actually, I, I think I do know of this because wasn't it more royals that, that yes. had this because that was where it was most common? Uh-huh. So this condition, he, he said what it was. I can't remember what it was right off the top of my head, but this long protruding jaw indicates inbreeding within yeah, a bloodline. Lots of the same genes, <clears throat> yeah. So, since he kind of has the jaw, <laughs> that <laughs> could in theory. fact, yeah, could in fact say that. And then he just does this family tree connecting him to Dracula. Okay. Becoming Chocula. In fact, what's interesting, I think this is the most interesting bit, is that I guess Dracul uh-huh. is, you know, a, a Romanian name. And then Dracula means son of Dracul. So, Chakul All right. would be a name, and then Chakula would be son of Chak or Chakul. Chakul is an actual Romanian surname. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I was like, oh, wow, that's. Did they mean to do that? That's I what know. I was just going to say. Like, did they actually look into it this hard to make this many connections when they were going up? I know. That just kind of blew my mind. I was like, so either that was one hell of a coincidence that you nailed on something like that or someone did their homework. Right. But anyway, they figured it out. He's His mother's side is Dracula. <laughs> his father is not an inbred brother or cousin or whatever, but just some guy named Chakul. And then that's how he's a count. Because okay. money. Because of the, the lineage. All yeah. right. And then we had a tasty treat for many years. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was seasonal. It blew my mind, okay? Because me, I had to ask my brother about this. I was like, wasn't Count Chocula and Frankenberry and Booberry and all that stuff, wasn't that a year-round cereal? I was like, yeah, we used to eat it all the time. I was like, I know. So what? what's the seasonal crap? Because Matt Pat said seasonal. Apparently back in 2010, it became seasonal. Oh, I but I've not actively looked for it in exactly ever. ten years. I mean, come on, <laughs> I haven't paid attention to it in ten years. I no. I don't go down the cereal aisle going, Cereal's damn it, where's that chocolate, man? Yeah. So like, I don't usually buy it a whole lot <laughs> unless it's on sale. You have five bucks a box. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you need to get the bag cereal because I'm cheap. <laughs> yeah. It'll get you by for a while, right? Right, you know, it's not like Count Chocula. It's some, you know, I don't know, Count Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. the off-brand is. 
I was always partial to Booberry. Why? I'm just that odd person that likes to go, you know what? Everyone likes Count Chocula. I want the blue one. Why? Yeah. Because nobody wants the blue one. I want the blue one. I've always been that guy. I don't know why. Do you actually like it or is it just a. I mean, I'm assuming, yeah. Giving it to the man. Like, I ain't going along with your chocolate. <laughs> I, would, I would assume I liked it. I remember <laughs> liking it. I'm sure today I wouldn't. No. Because our palates are so... Well, it is probably not even close to the same thing. Oh, no. I remember trying Fruity Pebbles. It's been a long time, but I remember... Well, was that saying, ever good? When I was younger, it was. For me, I liked it, I but... I feel like it's good for about two bites, and then it's a soggy mess. It is. That's why you get a big bowl. <laughs> and you just work through the sogginess. <laughs> Just add a little milk at a time so it doesn't yeah. get soggy. But another thing I want to talk about, mm-hmm. and, and I guess I, I'm not bringing this up to just be like, hey, guess what I got, guys? It's more to just explain some fun facts about this stuff. Uh, birthday was last week. Obviously, I got some mm-hmm. money from my parents because they're so nice. So I thought, well, what am I going to get with this stuff? I found one... Uh, thing that i wanted and then the other was just like a deal that just happened across my phone and i thought mm-hmm. i'm not gonna see that again for a while so sold <laughs> uh and it was since amazon was doing their prime days i got i fell into it i feel terrible i i saw people talking about it and i actively avoided it so. i know this is how the, this this one item is how they got me because this was in my, my wish list and they're like hey uh, this is on sale in your wish list. Might you want it? And I'm like, oh my God. Because it was a good discount, okay? Yeah. It was a Marx Brothers film collection. The Ooh. first five that they ever did. So, some of the best. Right. Like Ooh, coconuts, what? animal crackers, duck soup. Duck you soup. Know. I love duck soup. It's a $50 collection sold for 15 Oh, yeah. That's that good. was. I mean, that yeah. was like $3 a movie. That's a good deal. Yeah. I, I couldn't pass you. it up. I was like... Ugh. I mean, that's quality stuff right there, too. Exactly, so, right? You know. So, yeah, I, I had to I had to jump on that. But the other one, and I haven't watched those yet, which I need to. It's just time. I need mm-hmm. time. We definitely... Uh, the other thing I got, which, if you know anything about me here... You probably know that I'm just a huge Mega Man buff, but outside of here, my favorite thing is Jason Voorhees, mm-hmm. and they just had a big deluxe Friday the 13th box set come out, uh, like Scream Factory, Shout okay. Factory, that whole thing. So they like remastered all the the prints and everything like that. Well, most of them. It's like the first four get the 4K treatment, and then from there it's just like. We're going to do a little, but not not a whole lot. So, yeah. you know, you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. And I haven't watched one yet. I kind of messed around with a lot of the special features because special features, you know, you get to learn a lot and listen to behind the scenes stuff. And I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Hearing stories and whatnot, especially from the people that were there, not some critic who's like, yeah, I think this is what, it- dude, you Where don't I talked to the there. best friend's brother's cousin of the person who worked backstage for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> So, I did, I think I saw, because some of the special features, I noticed some were recycled from other things, and then they had new things that they added in. 
I did get to see like a clip from what I'm assuming is the 4K restoration of the first one. And it was just like, holy, wow. Like it looked like a completely different movie because it was just so clean and bright. And it was just like, wow. So I can't wait to actually sit down and just watch it in Mm -hmm. that way just to really, really see how cleaned up it was. But the coolest thing in this set is, and I didn't know they did this, okay? If you recall, part three was in 3D. Mm-hmm. Now, previous iterations of the film, they have put it out in 3D, and they give you the little red and blue glasses and whatnot, and 3D. Sure. It's like, yeah. cool, yeah. So I, I, I used to have that copy. We used to watch it, and like, yeah, kind of a nice throwback, whatever, but the 3D effects were never just like, you know. Right. It's 80s 3D. Right. For this When set, you still use those goggles, you know it's old 3D. Right. <laughs> the blue and red. For this set, they actually made a 3D Blu-ray copy or of the movie. So oh, they right. went back and redid all the 3D or how... I don't know how the process works, but... Sure. You don't need the glasses, the red and blue glasses. You need, like, the 3D television, the 3D Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. I did have a three. Well, I still technically do have a 3D Blu-ray player, but I never invested in the TV. It was like one of those things I had because it came with a a big sound sure. set, and I was just like, just okay. like a perk that came yeah. with whatever you were already getting. Yeah, right. So I don't. I never utilized the 3D Blu-ray because I was like, I don't, I don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool if I did. But I just don't. I don't want to invest in a 3D TV that's not going to get utilized. Like that, you know what I mean? So I never sure. really did go that far. However, PlayStation VR does oh. incorporate the 3D. Yeah. So I thought, because I tried it once before, I think with um, one, like an, an Avengers movie or something like that. Like I actually had that one on the 3D Blu-ray and I was like, oh, let's see how this works. And it looked pretty good. So I thought, let's see how this works. Oh my God, this was amazing. (laughs) Okay. Because I finally got to see this film that I've seen so many times in the actual 3D. And the very first effect, like they'll do the the credits at the beginning. If you've ever seen the movie, the credits are like, in your face. Here's Mm -hmm. the the credits, in your face. So I was like, yeah, that's cool. Let's get to the real first effect. And the real first effect is this guy, he's out doing laundry. He drops a stick and then he picks it up, trying to get it back. Up under the the clothesline, and then the sticks all up in your face, uh-huh. and it always looked okay, you know. In in the other Blu-ray, no, this time you're like, ah, get out of my face. <laughs> Trying to move away from the yeah, because <laughs> it's like all up in your face, and there were just all these little bits. Like there was a scene where spoilers for an old ass movie. If you haven't watched it, <laughs> uh, Jason gets an axe in the head, mm-hmm. and then he. You know, tries to come after the girl and his hands are up. So that's the shot. He's like all up in your face trying to grab you. And uh, it was great stuff. It was just great stuff to see it like that. Yeah, but nope. I'm too much of a whip for all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the only drawback to this, and I'm actually glad I, I don't know why I started digging this up or how I stumbled upon it, but this is just like sheer happenstance. Apparently, these sets. Some of them have um, missing content. Mm-hmm. 
I'd have never thought about it unless... You mean like edited? Well, for example, like for the the, the part three with the 3D, apparently uh, some people have discs where the title credits don't come at you. And I was like... But the rest of the movie does? I guess. So when I read that, I was like, huh. Well, I I remember them coming at me, so... Mm -hmm. I guess I'm good there. So then I started looking to see if there were other things. Apparently in Jason Goes to Hell, there was a scene in the unrated version, which is supposed to have all the gore and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A guy's wrist gets snapped, but you're supposed to see it. But in the cut that I guess was not meant to be there, it's just a cutaway shot. So you don't see it. You just see him react like, ah, and then... okay. You don't actually see the gore. So I thought, well, I better go check. And sure enough, I didn't have that one. Aw. And I was like, all right. And then the next one was Jason X. Apparently there was some audio missing during a kill. And I remember that kill. And then when I I popped that in, checked it out. And sure enough, all you hear, it was really odd too. Because I expected like it to be muted. Uh But you don't hear the screams of (laughs) of the people getting killed. You just hear thud. 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 You hear all the other sounds, but their their death screams are just... Well, maybe he was just too fast when they died before they could scream. I guess. But it was just a bizarre scene. Well, without now that your attention was drawn to it. As, well, yeah, especially because I was just like, yeah, there should be some screams right here. And it, now it's just this awkward thud. Thud. <laughs> thud. Thud. <laughs> And I was like, all right, that was bizarre. <laughs> Am I scared right now? Or yeah, I don't I don't I don't really know how to feel. Chopping some wood? <clears throat> What's he doing? So luckily, Shot Factory, I guess there's a site called Replacement Discs, and you just go on there, tell them you need replacement discs, and they'll send it to you. So I did. Oh, interesting. The only thing that uh, screwed up that I screwed up, and hopefully it will smooth itself out is I guess I didn't read their instructions 100% that I just saw go here, tell them what you need, and go. So I thought you had to tell them exactly which discs you needed because I don't need the one for part three. I just mm-hmm. need the last two. Well, apparently they were just going to send you all three anyway. I'm, ass- I'm assuming that's how it's going to work because they say go on there. The title that you need to tell them you need is just Friday the 13th. Okay. They don't say specify which movie. It's just like, Put in Friday the 13th at the title and then go from there. And I was like, well, that I just I don't need that one. Do they just replace it for free or? As long as you have proof of person or proof of purchase. Interesting. All right. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. I never heard of such a service myself. I haven't either. So. Well, good but, for you cinephiles out there who wants yeah. to have a completely well-rounded out collection. I mean, it's... I don't think I would have noticed the 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 sleeping bag thing in Jason X with the the sound missing. Mm-hmm. I think I would have noticed, but it wouldn't have been like, oh my god! It would have just been like, <laughs> shut the earth. Yeah, okay. I was like, it just seems odd. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then I just I went about it. The the snapping of the wrist thing again would have seemed odd because I was like, well that that would have been a great shot for you know, ah, and mm-hmm. you see it and. 
and it's not there. It's like, why, why wouldn't you do that? But sometimes in my mind, it's more scary to not necessarily show me everything. Oh, really yeah. and truly. Hence, Jaws being one of the greatest movies ever made. I'm telling you, man. Just saying. Sometimes your imagination is way more scary. So, mm-hmm. so hey, uh, what you been playing? Uh, Slay the Spire reared its ugly head for me again this week. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know why, man. But I have noticed it makes me a lot less angry. Okay. So, like, when I die and I'm not getting through it, I'm just kind of like, yeah, that figures. And then just let my character die and start over. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> at least at least you're just rolling with the punches now. You're just like, man, it's okay. Right. Well, I mean, each character, I guess, I don't know how many levels up that you can go. See, because how I, I pretty much just beat it once with each character and then decided I needed to leave it for a while since that was, you know, a huge frustration in my life for a while. Um, but I was like, you know what, what if I actually beat the heart on mm-hmm. all of them instead of just that one roll through or whatever. And so I just can't get that second one. I've gotten a couple characters to the final boss and like, yeah, I'm one of those jerks that if it looks like I'm about to die, I'll save and quit and start that fight over. Just trying to figure out, you know, your, your card pile never changes when I do that. Like mm-hmm. it's already kind of set what's going to get dealt to you. Uh, but maybe there was a different way I should have played the cards that would have, you know, and I just, I just can't quite on the second level beat the, beat the heart with the, with the other characters. I just, I just can't do it yet, <laughs> but at least I'm not like, rage quitting, <laughs> like just getting so angry. I mean, sometimes I shut it down and then 20 minutes later, I'm like, all right, fine. And load it back up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know why that caught my eye again. Um, and outside of that, I was still just kind of checked in on my Fallout shelter. I think this week I might actually have more time to sit down and and play some games. Been uh, having to work a little longer and think a little harder this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not used to it yet. Still, I'm getting the swing of it, man. But uh, it has ruined me being able to sleep in. Yeah. It's like I've been on that kind of schedule for a while now. And and before the job, just because what else was I going to do? I'd fall asleep when I felt like I got up when I was done sleeping. I didn't have a schedule to keep. But now it's just I'm up by like 6.30, 7 o'clock every morning, regardless of whether I have to work that day or not. I'm like, well, just get up. I mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although... Sitting in the mornings when it's still a little dark out with a cup of coffee is actually kind of a pleasant experience. Everything just feels calmer and more quiet. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily where I live. Because, oh, guess what? I know we're off games again. Now the people over here are doing work on their house. Oh, jeez. I can't freaking win, man. I thought for sure. I'm like, seriously, guys, you should have just demolished this house and started over. And then when I look out, I'm like, they're not doing it. I look over here. They're building a new porch. Well, like I just can't win. I think it's time for you to start building your house. I uh, tell you. Building on. And it started seven it. every day. <laughs> Last all day long. I Oh, well, at least now I'm actually awake. But I'm like, man, it was nice and quiet for like 20 minutes until y'all start early. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, what have you been playing? I am completely and 100% invested and obsessed with Breath of the Wild. Oh, I'm gonna have lost to, you. <laughs> yep, yeah, I'm gonna have to say that 
I, I think I understand why it got game of the year. Okay, I'm there. I'm getting it because let me tell you what happens. And this is not a game for me in <laughs> in the sense that I can't stay focused. I'm an explorer. Yeah. When when you give me roam free exploration, mm-hmm. I explore. I roam. I'm supposed to be helping the Zora people because they're having issues. Mm-hmm. I've been working on that for two days <laughs> because every time Ooh, I, a piece I of tr- candy. yeah, every time I'm focused here, something catches my eye. Like I thought I was so close to getting that done. Mm-hmm. But they gave me a new piece of armor, and I was like, well, this has got to be a set. So I want to go find the rest of the set. So I started talking to people and doing some investigating and looking around. And I get to an area which is higher up than where I was. Mm-hmm. So it's the top of a waterfall. That's one of the cool things with this armor is it allows you to swim up waterfalls. So that was okay. just like, cool, I'm going to do right? that. So I get to the top of this waterfall, and I'm looking around, and I find a piece of armor that I was looking for. And I was like, cool, I got my armor. I'm good. And then I just look off in the distance down a hill. And there's a shrine, which is where you collect these orbs, which you can then in turn turn in for stamina or heart containers. And I was like, I can see that shrine from here. I'll just float down there, and I'll get it. And then I'll be right, I'll come right back. Yeah. And then I float down there, and I do it, and I get out, and I start looking around. I'm like, huh, there's some stuff around here. All right, let, I'm just I'm going to go down just this way just a little bit this. farther, and let's see where we go. And then before I know it, I'm already in, like, an entirely new area. So that thing's I, still hanging there. Yeah, and they're just like, you know, whenever you're ready. Right. Like, we're, we're, we're struggling over here. but going to be, like, five minutes. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's just, just whenever you're ready. And I can't help it. Like, I've already taken care of so many other tasks in the Mm -hmm. time. I mean, I could have been done with this already, but I I like to explore. I can't help it. You play the game how you want to play it, man. That's why it's there. I honestly feel like that's the appeal here Mm -hmm. is they, they start the game off and like, here's a set of tools to get you started. Everything else that you find... I mean, it'll help you get through. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to hold your hand. Uh, you're probably going to die, which I do. Yeah. But, you know, there are ways to avoid that. But you're going to have to figure it out. So it's not like they, they've they set it up to where it's like, well, you can't come over here because it's just too hard. You don't have to fight. You can run. Yeah. But how lucky are you going to be depending on who's in the area? Mm-hmm. Do you have a horse that can outrun the enemy? Whatever it is. Do you have a weapon that could possibly fight him? Are you good enough to fight him? Who knows? Yeah. I'd but, probably run away right into another mob and be like, dang it. <laughs> Just have a trail of them. But I honestly feel like that's what they did. They they gave you everything you needed to play the game however you wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And you can figure it out from there. Like, my stamina, the more of that I get, I just want, like, if I see a mountain, I'm like, can I climb that? I bet you can climb that. I'm going to try to climb that. And I'll find a way. I'll I'll observe it. And as long as I can find like a ridge on there where it's mm-hmm. not just straight up. But if I can find a ridge where I can kind of sit and rest for a minute. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, we're doing it. And I'm gonna, we're, we're going up. 
See, I feel like I did that with uh, Skyrim just because I was like, you're not going to tell me I have to walk all the way around. I can totally go over this mountain and get to my goal. And I think most of the time I didn't. But the times that I did was pretty worth it for some reason, even if it took me way longer to do that way. I was determined to go in a straight line. That's right. Where I needed to go. (laughs) And I think that's I think that's just the beauty of the game for me is. However you want to play it, play it. Do it, right? You want to go this way, go that way. If you want to do it this way, do it this way. You can go wherever you want, wherever you want. Right. Now, you might not necessarily get there in the condition you're in, stamina, but give it some time. Go You'll get it. there. Yeah. Just just give it time. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. So, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% obsessed with the game. I just I want to keep playing. Like I, well, it was I'm so glad bad. You like it. Yeah, it was it was so bad last night. Like we were watching TV, and I was just sitting there <laughs> twiddling my fingers because like I want to get back. I want to get back. I got I got I stuff to feeling. do. I got stuff to do. So you're not even really paying attention to the show anymore because in your head you're kind of playing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm I'm yeah. trying to plot out what I'm doing next. Uh huh. So. Yeah, been there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's it's also one of those games that when you you look at the time, you're like, I gotta go to bed. I need to go to bed. Let me just finish this up. And then when you finish it, you're just like, all right, let's 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 go do that real quick. Uh, I'll, I'll get, I'll, let me, I can still take play another second. hour and get yeah. plenty of sleep. I still, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you convince yourself, hey, this will take just a second. This will take just right. a second. I'll get it done. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. The game but, of life. Yep. So what you got for us in news? We got some news. Like, it wasn't a lot. Mm-hmm. But we had some uh, kind of bigger stuff that dropped. One of the one of the ones that caught my eye this week is uh, I know we talked about last week or the week before, whenever it was about you know the partnership that appeared to be happening with Microsoft and GameStop. Uh, and, well, I found out this week it doesn't look like it's just going to be GameStop getting fancy Microsoft accessories to do their job with. And and I'll start this off with, I haven't actually ever heard of any kind of partnership like this, but mm-hmm. let's see how it works out. So it would appear the partnership has more to it than getting those gadgets. It seems now that GameStop will now share in lifetime digital sales revenue for any Xbox sold through its stores. So, and, and we mean everything. So if you buy a full game or a DLC or an Xbox Gold subscription, anything digitally purchased through that Xbox, GameStop is getting a cut of. Now, wow, how much of a cut is still unknown. Uh, but according to an article in Ars Technica, where they had interviewed somebody who's been, I guess, following this this rather closely, says it was estimated anywhere from maybe 1% to 10%. So really, my question was kind of like, what does Xbox or Microsoft really get out of this deal? And all I could really think of is, you know, this is GameStop apparently still sells a lot of consoles, right? Mm-hmm. If you can get GameStop to push your console maybe a little bit more, help out the market that way, and a little bit extra goes to GameStop for doing so, could this help them since the the, the death of physical games seems to be how it's going? I don't know. I kind of felt like GameStop might end up being like a digital thing at some point where it still has its name, it still sells games, but everything is now digital or you can order through them for a console or something if you like. It, with the way brick and mortar seems to be going, but 
There are other rumors saying Sony is kind of back there planning something a little bit similar to ensure that Xbox doesn't get the full slice of the pie. So uh, this will be interesting to see if, if this even helps GameStop, how it affects their bottom line. Will this, in fact, help Xbox's sales? It'll be interesting to see once this starts to kick off here. I just found I've never heard of anything like that. No, it's definitely a bizarre move because it almost feels like what they're doing is throwing GameStop a lifeline. But haven't they had issues with them in the past about selling old games or reused games? It might not have been them specifically, but I remember that there was a lawsuit or some, you know, thing like that where someone was like, well, you can't resell our games because there are games. Oh, I want to say it was something geared towards Bethesda specifically. Could be. I think I remember that case now where somebody was trying to sell, I think, Skyrim or probably a Fallout game, Mm. and it was still in the shrink wrap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, oh, you can't sell our thing brand new. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Totally sounds like a Bethesda thing, honestly. And it it might not, (laughs) GameStop might not have even been involved. It's just what I'm thinking here. Right. I don't know. I mean, I know we were all thinking they were gonna they were gonna go down, and now they seem to have been given a second life, a one up, if you will. Mm-hmm. Ah, look ah. what you did! A little power up there for you. <laughs> so, do you think that? I don't know how much influence he has, but I'm curious. Do you think Reggie had some hand in this? Ooh. You know what? I could see that. I mean, I why mean, else being... bring him on if he didn't have a few ideas up his sleeve on how to breathe a little new life into the uh, the franchise there? So Exactly. Yeah. And why Microsoft? Why not team with Nintendo, your old stomping ground, you know? Maybe Is because... Nintendo really that, that open-minded to those kinds of things? Probably not. And, and yeah. in all honesty, if you're thinking about equating one to the other, Xbox, GameStop, American companies. Yeah. It makes sense. Which I feel I like is where Xbox always exceeded anyway. I don't know if they actually did more than Sony, but they definitely sold more in North America. Yeah. They they've struggled to hit an eastern market and I think that's why they've been trying to get games of other mm-hmm. types right on their console to attract those people, but They've already kind of got their niche audience, the types mm-hmm. that just like the Call of Duties and the Halos and stuff like that. I mean, you can try to entice those other people, but you're already kind of marketed toward those types. Mm-hmm. That's why the other people go to Nintendo and PlayStation so. because they speak more to who they are and have more of those games that they want to play. Mm-hmm. They don't want to play bang, bang, shoot them up. You can put them on your like console. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. You can put them on your console, but it's going to be hard to sway them to your console. Well, leading on to my next story, maybe uh, Phil Spencer has more of an answer for that uh, regarding that as well here. What? Uh, he had an interview this week, which I recommend reading the whole thing. It's pretty lengthy, so I'm not going to do the whole thing here. But mm-hmm. we all had that question of. They bought Bethesda and all that company that owns several other things. And we've been wondering, does that mean Bethesda will be Xbox exclusive from here on out? None of us know. Well, Phil might have actually said yes without really saying yes, right? Mm -hmm. So 
what he said was this deal was not done to take games away from other player base like that. Nowhere in the documentation that we put together was how do we keep other players from playing these games? We want more people to be able to play the games, not fewer people to be able to play the games. I love the nice little circular stuff that like just heads of companies or politicians or anybody does. Yeah. But going back to his quote, but I'll also say in the model, I'm just answering directly the question that you had when they were asked if they were going to be exclusive. When I think about where people are going to be playing and the number of devices that we have, and we have xCloud and PC and Game uh, Game Pass and our console base, I don't have to go ship those games on any other platform other than the platforms that we support in order to be kind of make the deal work for us, whatever that means. So he basically said yes. Yeah, he did. Without just flat out going <laughs> yes and then calling it a day. So it isn't necessarily Xbox exclusive, but Microsoft, which kind of makes sense that they would, you know, they've mm. already done all this stuff with Game Pass to cater to a PC market to keep those two in the same. It makes sense. It's yeah. lumped in there. So my boxes are still covered if, in fact, you know, since we do see that this is probably how it's going to be moving forward. But yeah, I would go check out that interview because he had some other like interesting tidbits in there. Like one thing that I was reading about supposedly the Xbox Series S might actually load faster than the Series X because of the components used in that one, which I thought was kind of interesting. So I'd go take a peek at that. <laughs> wow. Read that old thing because I'm like, that just doesn't seem to make sense. But uh, but yeah, so if you were uh, wondering whether Bethesda was probably going to be Xbox exclusive moving forward, I would just plan on that. I would just yeah. plan on that. So uh, outside of the ones, obviously, that were already in a deal. I think know, anyone. Sony to be a timed exclusive. So anyone who believed that they would honestly share their toys. Were, I they were know, living man. in a fantasy. Is it Microsoft trying to come out now all like peace and love for the consumers and wanting to join the bandwagon with Epic to make everything? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But you saw how wishy-washy he was with that answer. What is mm-hmm. it with... P- Does money make you that way? Where you just can't answer a straight question? Or the, yes. the, the, the thought of losing it. Yeah. If yes. you say the wrong thing. Or no. Yeah. Yes. Or no. I mean, you spent $7.5 billion on this acquisition. Like, I kind of would expect you to keep mm-hmm. those games. I'm just... Yeah. And it's not like they're the first to come up with buying exclusives. So, I mean, we can't even, although seeing the, the Sony side get a little bit upset now has been kind of amusing. Well, it happens They're not used time. to being on that end of it. So they don't know what to do. <laughs> what? Now, what? Now it's a bad idea, bad for yeah. consumers. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, get over it. People. No. I mean, in all honesty, it. I have I have actually heard these words come out of someone's mouth. Well, I know which console I'm going to go with since Bethesda is now with Microsoft. So they've already made this your was decision. A, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If that's if that's where you want to put your time, money, and energy in your games, right there, and that's where you're sold, then they've done their job. I mean, you're spending your five hundred dollars. To me, the differences between the consoles, as far as like hardware goes, you're you're going to be fine. Sure, you're they're powered. Mm-hmm. It really kind of does boil down to which which one's going to give you the games you're more likely to play. Yeah. See, Sony already ha- kind of has me as a as a proper consumer as mm-hmm. long as they hang on to Spider-Man. Because yeah. that's already a selling point. Right? And they know it. 
mm-hmm. and they know it. So Speaking of Sony, me. go ahead. We uh we got a, a peek around the PS5 menu screen. We did, yeah. Which has been uh, getting everybody talking. So I don't know. What are we thinking? We got a. Uh, a lot of different easy access buttons, I guess, it yeah. looks like. Um, I feel like I like the layout a little bit better than the mm. PlayStation 4 one. I think my problem with all of these console UIs is just everything's so busy. Yeah. And then in your attempt to make everything more efficient, in reality, I'm just having to click through things more to get to the thing that I want. And I don't know how you make that simpler, mind you. Um, But it seems like they've got easy access to videos or a hint system within the games that you're already playing. So if you're stuck, now again, this is assuming the developers and everything would be participating in this system. So keep that in mind. that you can, you know, hit that PlayStation button and uh, a view will show up for you if there is a video walkthrough hint or something else to that nature. There's no more having to run to your phone, I guess, to look up a hint or your PC while you're playing. You could do it right then and there. Um, definitely easier to spend your money. They, yeah. they, they let that screen pop up nice, neat, and easy if you want to buy anything game-related to add to your game. Um and of course, the the sound, right? Everyone mm-hmm. was all about the new menu screen startup sound. I always love that that's news now. Yeah. What's it going to sound like this time? But I don't know if you know this, the interesting way in which they revealed the PlayStation 5 menu sound uh, was through Burger King. I heard about this. I didn't <laughs> see the ad. I actually did go back to find the ad because I found it quite uh, interesting that I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute here. Um, But yeah, so Burger King and Sony has a partnership moving forward, it looks like. Uh, Burger King had done a commercial where the the king is in one of the restaurants, it looks like, in one of the kitchens, and there's a, a bag of what we assume is Burger King food and a Burger King bag sitting there and you hear the noise. And as soon as the King opens up the bag, a blue light shines in his face and the PS five menu screen sound pops up and then he shuts the bag and then does it again and then walks off, you know? So (laughs) that apparently was our first, uh, (laughs) first glimpse into what it was going to sound like. Um, So, yeah, I guess I think it said it was starting October 20th? 20th? Yeah, I want to say so tomorrow, I think it was. I probably should have mm. wrote that date down. It just seems like one of your regular, you know, fast food competition things. You go, you buy food, they're scratch off things that are on said food. You scratch it off, you win prizes, and they have supposedly upwards of a thousand PS5s to give away, and like 2,000 game codes for this, and 2,000 game codes for that, and then various other free burger fries, blah, 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 blah. So, you know. I think that's running for a month. If you like Burger King, double bonus for you. You could win, maybe. There you go. I just found that weird. I'm like, gaming's weird these days. I don't know. Hey, just think in a month, (laughs) we're going to get to see KFC unveil their Kentucky Fried console. I'm waiting to see what this nonsense is all about. I'm Mm. waiting. So Uh, I did want to touch on that that hint system that they've implemented. mm -hmm. Do you, I mean... Kind of like what you said, and I did kind of hear this, is if the developers would kind of uh, work in tandem with it or, mm-hmm. or set it up, however it is, you realize they could enlist 
um, like a, a YouTuber oh, channel yeah, content or something creators like that. Who already do walkthroughs and stuff. One in particular, I don't know why they're coming to mind. I guess because they they seem to be pretty prevalent on YouTube and they're quick to the point videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Power Picks. I don't know if you've seen them or not. Mm-mm, I haven't. No. I think they're they're heavily PlayStation based. I think, but don't hold me to that. I haven't done my research on them. I just know who they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if you're looking for something, they don't BS. It's just like you want the video. You're trying to do this, boom, and it's like a minute, two minute uh, video. I love it. That just goes straight to it. Yeah, and I, yeah, I appreciate that. Don't, don't drag it out. Just don't talk. Or you over have to it. tell me in the beginning yeah. about your life story and why there's this sound in the background, or you know why I'm not doing a face cam today, or blah 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 for the first two minutes, yeah. so you can make it a ten minute video and get mm. that ad revenue. Hey guys, this is Brian. I'm trying trying to show you oh, how no, no, to no, no, walk no. through. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Bryce here. I'm about to help you out when you're playing your video games, man. Sorry about the sound in the background today, guys. I had a little bit of noise going on, but it's quite all right. You know, we're gonna get we're gonna get through this, guys. You've watched me for a long time, so you know this isn't usual. Okay, so it's just it's just only gonna be for today. I gotta work through it, man. I gotta make these videos. How you doing today? Whatever the name of my group is called here mm-hmm. that watches my videos that was that was very very accurate very good Thank I you, like you know that is great YouTube loser right here probably watched too much of it these <laughs> days <laughs> or he's like right up on his microphone screaming anyway continue continue <laughs> uh last little bit of news i have actually is uh do we remember Brime for a hot second? Brime. Is that next video game live streaming service that started to surface right about the time Mixer was about to go under, where it was another, you know, the creators are creating this live streaming platform service for you. And we all just kind of figured it was a meme and just going to kind of, you know, fade away. Well, a group called Tupero acquired it never heard of this before either so uh (laughs) so as the as this is working out right now there's not a whole lot to this acquisition because again I honestly didn't think anything was really going to come up of 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 Brime not saying anything bad about it I think competition is great and all but I just you know they're really expensive (laughs) To get going and to house all this stuff. So Tupero, though, is apparently it's a technology-based company out of Pennsylvania who must have seen something promising uh, here and has decided to acquire the future streaming platform. Uh, they even have a roadmap on the website. Uh, speaking of doing focus groups and streaming the development to the beta testing and the QA, there's no dates on this roadmap, mind you. But uh, I guess this is just kind of wait and see if anything happens with this sort of thing. So, if I mean, they're actually getting a company to fund it and put money into it. I'm assuming being a technologies-based company, you did your homework on how much all of it would cost and what you think you could do to start with. So, I guess keep an eye on Brian, people. Let's see what's uh, what's going to come of this. I'm, I'm imagining we're a few years out, but uh, just thought it would be interesting. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I shouldn't say anything. It may not age well. I vaguely remember this coming up. I have forgotten. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I run in enough of those circles that I had heard about it. I followed their Twitter. I was like, I may as well keep in the loop of what was going on. But 
All right. I guess they caught at least enough of somebody's eyes to uh, get acquired. I have no idea if the same people are involved. No idea how it all went down. Very quick blurb on the website. So we'll see. Good. So I have a few quickets. Okay. So that was our big news for the day. Uh, There's a Mad Max spinoff happening. Thought we would uh, find that interesting. Deadline got the scoop on this one. Uh, Furiosa which is in the works, and it seems like they landed possibly a pretty standout cast for it. So the film focuses on Furiosa's backstory, which is who Theron played in Fury Hmm. Road. Um, It has Anna Taylor-Smith in that role that'll be playing her character. Uh, The only thing I could see was Glass that I had seen that she had done, but if you know her, some of these names, I don't know. Uh, Chris, You're talking about Anna Taylor-Joy. Well, this... Somebody Yaya Abdul Joy. Yeah, she. Was I don't in... know everybody with these hyphenated things here. I know Anna Taylor is playing it. I noticed all the women had hyphenated names that I was reading on this, and I was like, "What? <laughs> Pick just keep your old one." I don't know, but Chris Hemsworth and Yaya Abdul Joy. If I got those backwards, I don't know. We'll see. You guys, let me know on Twitter if I screwed that up. But they will also star in the movie, and George Miller is returning to direct. So. That was a good one, Fury Road. Now we're going to focus more on her character, it looks like, and it's very early, and that's all the info I got on it. So if you liked it, there you go. All right, <laughs> you I have liked to, her character? I have to ask, uh-huh. when, when did we become a movie podcast? It's a video game <laughs> off Mad Max. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I there didn't There was a lot that. of very little news this week, so okay. I'm making it a fluffing time, man, oh, like I'm we just... ever need it. <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I thought it was interesting. It is. It is. I mean, I liked Fury Road. I liked Theron's character. It's fine. I wasn't like clamoring for another one, but there you go. There you go. Uh, Blizzard announced the end to major development updates for StarCraft 2, which was kind of sad to see. It's been around for 10 years. Mm -hmm. It was a big deal in the esports world, especially because, I mean, they kind of really started that whole thing got really big into that whole thing it's still like thriving today so it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens with that uh blizzard said they just want to focus on what's next but we'll still support the game supposedly and seasonal patches and fixes and the like and are promising that esports will still be strong with it i don't know how those two things go hand in hand but we'll see so, <laughs> like, so what, what did you say it was starcraft stuff. starcraft 2 it, it was 10 years ago. It's been out for 10 years. I'm going to get flagged for this. What is this game? Do you know? <laughs> I know. I'm I've not going to be I able to I've explain it. it well, but uh, it's uh, how do you, it's like a, it's a science fiction real time strategy game. So uh, kind of think of it like a MOBA, I guess. I'm probably going to get flagged for that, too. So like a Dota or those kinds of games where the strategy is involved and you're fighting against each other and how is we this, fail. How is we this an e-sport here. or can it I be can an e-sport? S- yeah. No, I'm looking at the pictures and stuff right now because it's like even if you think about it in the it, – it's still mob- or online game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the reason I was wanting to try and figure this out is because, you know, they're talking about supporting it and whatnot. I don't know if you – I feel like this was older news, so I should have covered it, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Where the Avengers service is... 
Oh this yeah, player base Pretty, is dwindling really, yeah, really quick. Like fast. And they were just like, "Yeah, no, we're going to support this game for years to come." And it's like, "Yeah, but if you've if, lost your player base already, well, that one seemed to die a death because it just wasn't like getting people in the first place. It seemed like too, and so then the ones who were still hanging on kind of quit. And then, yeah, if you don't have anyone playing it, why would you spend the money to keep supporting it? I'll be honest with you. I've got I'm, from now on any first impressions I get about a game, I think I'm gonna just stick to them, like in my gut, because I had a comparatively, comparatively, mm-hmm. when I saw Spider Man, I was like. I'm in like I didn't feel anything that was keeping me from wanting to play it like Mm -hmm. first gameplay footage and everything I was like oh man this is gonna be solid saw Avengers I there was just something in the back of my head I was like no yeah no I just I'm not excited for this and you see where they're both at I'm just gonna stick to my gut from now on i know that the hubby always asks me if he's between games and that was one of the ones that he had mentioned a while back i'm like you know what i think i would actually wait like the reviews have been kind of mixed but i i just kind of felt like and since he's not particularly all about that multiplayer life either mm-hmm. i was like that's probably where the bulk of your game once you finish through the story is gonna be and it doesn't seem like it's gonna keep going that long so save that Save that sixty bucks. Well, all I hear bucks. is repetition, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. I just—it sucks because I know it was supposed to be a a pretty big deal game too. Yeah, and that's the best you could come up with is repetition. <sighs> I don't know anymore. They just want your money, man. You're supposed do. to be paying for that stuff to <clears throat> uh, to keep end game going. <laughs> right. Anyway. Well, t- Tencent's been doing a little bit more investing, it seems. Uh, Very little tidbit of info on this. They're investing in some smaller to medium-ish game developers, uh, basically in areas of the world where they're doing really well or where they want to do better. So they're looking to uh, add to their repertoire of people making games for them, it looks like. So they're just really going to own everything. Did you see, did we talk, Was did the Monster Hunter trailer come out this week? Or I think last so, week? Yeah, I didn't watch it. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, their name was on it. Tencent. Yes, like where <laughs> they show you all the the studios involved. It was like Capcom. Uh, who is it? Sony Screen Gems. That's who's doing it. Screen Gems. Toho, which I thought was really cool because they're the studio behind Godzilla and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So I guess they have. I don't know how they're involved, but also Tencent. And I was like, wow, y'all are getting bold. They're on everything, man. They got so much money. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was just something fun. Someone got Doom Eternal to run on a Samsung smart fridge through the cloud. A f- smart fridge? <laughs> yes. You know how they have those like TVs yeah. built into those smart fridges and you can whatever you need to get out of it and the touch screen and the whatnot. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I guess that cloud really does work uh, on any device, huh? <laughs> I guess if that's what you want to do. Billy, hey, where I thought are you it at? was just interesting. He was just like, you know what? I bet I could get this to work. And it was one of those things where, yep, I mean, not amazing, but it, it still worked just fine. 
Mm-hmm. Like if you wanted to stand in front of your TV in the kitchen and play, you you, you could get by with it for, for a little bit. <laughs> you can play your games while you're cooking your lunch. I just like the, the, the vision of just someone standing in the middle of the kitchen just staring at a TV with a controller or at their fridge with a controller. Just sitting there like this, pressing a button, stirring their ramen. <laughs> I got this. I got, I got this. this. Uh, let's see. Atari, we already knew, was prepping to launch a new console this fall alongside. And now, though, a venture into cryptocurrency, which will be called Atari Tokens. Okay. (laughs) According to an article on Bloomberg, uh, Bitcoin exchange apparently come this year by October 29th could sell for $1 million in Atari tokens for 25 cents a piece, it projects. So Atari has its sights on being the next industry standard for cryptocurrency. As we know, Atari hasn't really been doing all that hot for a while now. So, and they got this new console coming up, which was crowdfunded. And so, it was supposed to be out in the spring. Supposedly, now it's on track still for next month in November to its backers, of course. But ringing in at $390 for the console, you best be rocking some huge nostalgia feels there, man. Because, like, that's basically a PS5 digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their controllers are about 60 bucks a piece, too. I want it to do well, don't get me wrong, but with the games that it plays, I just I have a hard time with $390 price tag. It's just, it's me. That's on me. Well, but, uh, look at the games. I mean, look, I, I'll be the first to admit, Atari games did not age well mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. They're hard to go back to. Nintendo games, not so much. Right. Atari games, it's a little hard to go back to. Well, I was limited on what they could do. I know. So, yeah, yeah. I know. It's just. No, and I get it. You just like, ah, no, no. I'm not. Yeah. No. <laughs> they got to have some huge nostalgia feels. But hey, I mean, there was enough backers at least to make it a reality. We'll see what happens from here on out. The uh, last little quick that I have, just because it was interesting to me, and it's a game that I'm looking forward to Yakuza Like a Dragon. Mm-hmm. The previews are out now. I, I know it's been out there, but, you know, the states, we haven't gotten it yet. So, And uh, apparently it's getting good reviews, so it makes me more excited, you know. Um, it seems like they held to their original charm and tomfoolery, which I wasn't necessarily thinking would stray. But with them changing up the combat so much and everything, I was kind of wondering what, you know, angle they were going to take with it. So November 10th, baby. November 10th. Woo! So. I have a I have a truth or trash for you this week. Ooh, all right, hit me. I know. So, you know, Xbox. Microsoft, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of it. They've been acquiring a lot of things lately. Mm-hmm. Still, one more acquisition up their sleeve. All Microsoft right. has entered into talks in buying Ubisoft, and may have just done that. False. Trash. There's some trash on that one. Because. Because. Okay, let's hear it. I feel as though I heard something about... Not this specifically. That's the that's the bizarre thing. I feel like I heard something else 
surrounding Ubisoft, but it wasn't Microsoft. So now I can't even remember. The week's <laughs> such a blur. Which but, one? I know, right? But I don't feel like it was any. It wasn't like Sony was looking to acquire or Microsoft was looking to acquire. It was something else, but it made me feel like they were positioning themselves not to be bought. Damn it! I wish I could remember. But <laughs> trash. Until trash, he says. Further notice. We got that put in there. We got that saved. I mean, I feel like that would be getting close to monopoly territory. <laughs> yeah. Really. But. Yeah. I mean, they're coming out swinging this time. Mm. They're like, damn it, this console's going to compete. Compete. Uh, and just one little other fun thing. Just okay. if y'all are bored, you know, like how sometimes Philip DeFranco will be like this week, you know, check out this cool thing. Um, I thought this was fun. There is somebody on YouTube who did a full Oregon Trail documentary on YouTube that tells us about its origins. And oh, it was wow. a fun little watch. About 22-ish minutes or so, so not even that long. So if you, you know, have some time to kill and wanted to watch something kind of fun like that, there you go. Go check it out. You could just type in Oregon Trail documentary, and it just came out like a day or two ago I'll put for the, whatever day it is. I'll put a link in the description down below. Yeah, it was cute. It was How fun. How about that, people? I am helping you out. Look at this. Look at this. Speaking of which, I actually watched. You. Do you do you remember the uh, movie Tremors? Yes. They put out a, a little documentary about the making of the first movie. It's like a thirty minute documentary too. Uh, mm-hmm. It's on free on YouTube. I don't know if you're a fan. Uh, I it's it's so bizarre to me listening to those documentaries mm-hmm. when you kind of see everything in hindsight how much of a failure they thought this was going to be. Like, some people actually had faith in it. They were like, no, 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 we, this this could be fun. This could be great. You know, this is what we're making. And then other people, like Kevin Bacon, was just like, this is the end of my career. You know, I'm done. <laughs> but what else have I got going on? I guess I'll just do it because I need a paycheck. Right. And then it the, becomes the Nicolas this. Nicolas Cage way of acting. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it. Honestly, it was a box office failure, but has become a a big hit once like home video came about. Yeah. And it's always funny, too, how that works. It's like no one really cared to go see. I think we've even talked about that before. There's some movies I just don't really care to go to the theater to see, but mm-hmm. you get it to home video, and yeah, I'm all over it. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm anxious to see it. I just don't want to go out and see it. That's mm-hmm. Same problem. Like today. you're trying to rationalize how much money you yeah. feel like is worth it to you to see it. Yeah. But that's that's what happened with it. It it just became this huge hit on home video, and then now it's become this franchise. It's got seven movies almost. Mm-hmm. Seven movies tomorrow. Matter of fact. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Ah, uh, what do you do? I know. Well, did you have any other little news to add? I don't. Before we moved on to our final week of Mega Man music. Final week, people. Final this is week. it. And final and week. for some of you, you may actually be happy. You may be wanting to move <laughs> on to something new. You might have already turned it off. Yeah, we don't like, know. Oh, my God. Because you might even know about this music, too. <laughs> You're just like, right? nope, I don't know. Uh, yeah, look. There were five entries in this series. And I say we've done five. There are still mm-hmm. technically 
five more entries in this particular series, but the reason we're stopping here is because for me, this was the end of an era. Okay, Mega Man 6 was the end of the NES games. This was at the end of the NES when this game came out. Like, I remember the very first time I saw this uh, game in action was at my cousin's house who had one of the new NES models. Do you remember those? It was kind of a pale gray with red, and you stuck the game on top, kind of like a Super Nintendo. It's a very bizarre yeah, I don't remember Design. that at all. I was yeah. going to say, I remember the Super Nintendo doing that. No, and this Sega was... and pretty much anything after that. But yeah, mm, this was yeah. like a last minute push for the Nintendo for them to be like, hey, look, we've it's a new design. Woo. Look at the new thing. Yeah, that passed me by completely. Yeah, it, I, I've only seen one that one time, a few here and there, but I never owned one. Uh, so, yeah, this this was it. I mean. You had every subsequent sequel after this, Super Nintendo, PlayStation. They eventually came back around to the old 8-bit, like 10, 9 and 10 actually went back to the old feel of Mega Man, mm-hmm. which was a nice throwback. You're like, oh, cool, it's like playing Mega Man all over again. And that, that came out on the Wii console, the virtual console, and then eventually found its way to other consoles okay. uh, after that. It was nice, but uh, those games were insane as far as difficulty. Like, I know I never finished nine. I got to (laughs) one part, and I was like, I can't beat this boss. Screw it. I can't do it. (laughs) Which is what you said a lot in this. (laughs) Like, you know what? It's just not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I beat ten, but nine, it was just like, no way. I can't do this. And I was just losing my patience because when you die, where do you go? All the way through the fun house. And then by mm-hmm. the time you get to the boss, you're half dead. And it's like, well, I can't do anything now. He's going to hit same me. Same position. Yep. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. Uh, the music in those games was also kind of a nice throwback. Uh, but I also feel like the soundtracks for these games were well established at this point. They knew music was important. And trying to replicate that, it just wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. You know, this wasn't just... Hey, put up a soundtrack. Okay. And then work up something and then it just happens to be good. They're just like, no, the soundtrack is very important. We've got to work twice as hard to make it work. And it just kind of came off like, well, you tried too hard. Yeah. So it's a shame. It's fine. But what more could be done to push the boundaries of this franchise? Because at part five, like I kind of mentioned last week, it was starting to get a little stale, repetitious as far as probably running out of names yeah oh yeah we saw that this week <laughs> i mean yeah when i was reading this i was like okay <laughs> from from story perspectives you know the way they kind of kept trying to twist it around you know like in uh trying to give examples here okay from part one it was uh the robots are evil you know they turn on their masters and then Mega Man's got to stop them great and then you go to part two and it's like well now there's eight new and these were all dr wiley's creations they're not dr light's evil or you know worker robots turned evil no now they're dr wiley so now he's he's in charge and it's like all right that works part three 
He's done it again. Okay, great. Part four. Well, there's a new guy building robots. Uh, but guess what? Dr. Wiley's behind it because he kidnapped his daughter and he forced him to do it. <gasps> oh, the plot thickens. Then part five. Uh, Mega Man's brother, Proto Man. He's evil and he's trying to, he's, he's causing chaos. But guess what? He's not really evil. It was all like it was all a, a ploy by Doctor Wiley to make people think he was. Oh. So when you get to part six, what do you think the story is going to be? They win. Well, <laughs> the first thing you're going to think of is like, well, where does Doctor Wiley fit into all this? Because the son of a bitch is always coming back, and he does. Was he just cryogenically frozen and and ready to go for? I'm actually going to I'm actually going to point out a smart move that they did with that character. Now, okay. So in this game, it was like uh the worlds are trying to unite or whatever. Trust me, I'm <laughs> the plot was so like uh, Is this like on one of those tweets or explain a video game poorly? And yeah. go. Go. <laughs> so uh there's there's a tournament going on and it's being run by the mysterious Mr. X. Mm. Ah! And uh, Mega Man has to, (laughs) Mega Man has to, you know, compete in this tournament and then the world will be safe because somehow that works. But who's behind this tournament with Mr. X? Why? Mr. X is Dr. Wiley, of course. Ah! I tricked oh, you. No. Like we didn't see that shit coming a mile away. <laughs> anyway, okay, yeah. so the greatest thing that they've done with this character, because they ran this into the ground. Like I would have given anything to have Dr. Wiley disappear for a while. Get a new villain. Like the the guy they had in part four. Make him your villain, okay? And and maybe there's another reason. And then eventually maybe Dr. Wiley comes back. But just let him go, for God's sakes, because we <laughs> always know he's coming back. In Mega Man X, that series, it's we you, you kind of get this sense like you're not 100% sure. It's like, is X Mega Man or is he something different? So you get hints that he is possibly a different model. But he is meant to be like the Mega Man predecessor. So he's not technically the same robot, but a better modified version for okay. for different purposes. And then, of course, the other one goes out of commission, I guess, and whatever happens. Then he is fighting a, a being known as Sigma or another robot known as Sigma who's gone rogue. And it's never immediately explained at first but as these stories continue, you will learn that Sigma was, in fact, created by Dr. Wiley as some sort of underhanded plot that he had. Oh, all right. And it's some sneaky... The long game. Yeah, and they do play the long game. They don't say it, like, outright in the first game. It's mm-hmm. many games in. Like, there are implications of it. Like, you're like... Is he? Maybe? I'm not sure. And then the deeper you get into it, you find out, no, he, this was his endgame. Like, all this time, if he was to die, Sigma's coming out, 
and he's gonna he's gonna be the end all be all, and that's that. So his consciousness, his his essence, mm-hmm. everything was gonna be within this this robot. And I'm probably simplifying it, <laughs> but well, I mean the the story got definitely you have more six games of of, of <laughs> plot sure. to go through. So, but but with with Mega Man X series, they complicated the story, but in the right way. They didn't just come right out and say, well, no, Sigma was created by Dr. Wily. Ha ha. No, they were just like, where did he come from? Don't know. And then you just slowly unthread the spool until you find out, oh, shit. He All was. Right. So I, I appreciated that. A lot yeah. more than this where it's just like, hey, there's a new mysterious doctor in town. Who could it be? No idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, what about the music in this game? Uh, is it good? Are there redeeming qualities? I'll be honest with you. I kind of had a hard time focusing on them. I had, I had a kind of a, a distracting week, so I, tr- I tried, but I just couldn't get into them. Yeah, it, it, it just it did seem a little bit more of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really did. And and not in a good way. Like I I couldn't tell you one tune. I would even as much as I hate to say this because I kind of trashed four a lot, <laughs> but at least in four there was at least one or two that I was just like, okay, now that one's good, right? But in this one, everything was just kind of middling. To was like, like it was acceptable. But that's about as far as it went. Like none of these stood out to me as, oh my God, that's a classic. Oh my God. Because at least from my perspective, Wave Man, which I think was in part four, was it Wave Man? Shit. Whatever water one was in that (laughs) one, Dive Man maybe. Dive Man actually sounds right. sounds right, yeah. Yeah. That felt like a Mega Man tune that could be up there with some of the better ones. Mm-hmm. This game, in my opinion, has none. Like, there's not one tune that just made me go, "That's that's the classic. That's it." Mm-hmm. I could agree. So, <laughs> uh, here we go. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> this Get is this is it. Insanely excited for that line. Yeah. <laughs> so you you can listen to the tunes as well and and suffer along with us. Yeah. Uh. So the all right. I, I'm really, really curious to see how our middling choices just line up. And here. I even tried it and didn't attempt at like just personal favorites this time. Just if we would have a, I mean, I did my normal, but then off to the side, just the songs I liked best in what order. Mm-hmm. And maybe we could kind of end it where something matches up on that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we uh, will never have part one again. Yeah. But so my number eight was Centaur Man. Okay. The, the first robot master with four legs. Um, <laughs> the, it's, very cute. I mean, I mean the avatar was very cute. He is interesting. Yeah. To say the least. <laughs> uh, it's so, to me, the, the, the tune was so uninspired and drab, and it really doesn't feel as though it fits. Within mm-hmm. the Mega Man world, there's just something about it like it, it 
it's one of those tunes that we've mentioned before it just belongs in another game somewhere it, just not this one yeah and I, I just was not feeling it at all well I tend to agree it landed at 7 mm. on my list for Centaur Man yeah this one definitely felt more relaxed like it was just supposed to be some easy romp through wherever um, I was expecting Green and Lush mm-hmm from the sound of it and maybe I was getting a gallopy feel in the center I don't know if that's what I was trying to go for but I mean it, once I looked at it I mean I felt like I guess it fit together well I did get green not in the way that I was expecting of course uh, or how I pictured it just a little bit more coolness to the background for the song to the to the cute little hero so yeah just overall yeah meh yeah meh I agree no, that's definitely the uh, the right sound for a lot of these meh. Meh, <laughs> you know. Uh, following up with that was the uh, my next one, which is ironic that I'm kind of looking at them now. I was like, wow, they kind of fit together in a manner of speaking. Uh, Nightman. Mm-hmm. Not Nightman. Or yeah. what is that? Nightman. <laughs> Fighter of... No, Dayman. That's it. That's what I'm thinking of. From uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Day, man. Oh, see, I never uh-huh. watched that enough. I, I, I've been told to go night, back to man. season six, start there, and just watch, and I'll I'll have a good time, but I haven't done it yet. Okay, anyway, they, they do a thing. <laughs> so I got, the reference is lost on me. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got my references confused. They sing about Day Man who fights the Night Man, but this is not the Night Man. Night, right. Not that Night Man, but a knight. Like a knight in shiny From medieval armor. times, knight, yeah. night man. Uh, first of all, the character looks like every other knight character in any other NES game that you've sure. seen. It's that same design. It's like they just said, just uh, knight, man. There you go. Right, just yeah. Create a knight, and there, he's, he's a robot. Uh, for, for whatever reason, the, the whole tune, and I guess you'd have to hear it. And maybe I just don't remember it. It sounds like an alternate take on a Double Dragon 2 theme. Uh, okay. Like the the title theme, I swear to God, they sound. I'll put it in comparison if I can remember to. Don't hold me to it, just in case I forget, because things happen. Or yell at him on Twitter end. if he did. I mean, you know yeah. what? I just I'll make a note of it. But anyway, <laughs> so I'll do comparisons. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll listen to it and be like, huh? Maybe it doesn't sound like that. But that's that's the first thing that came to mind when I was listening okay. to it. Going, it kind of sounds the same, in a way. Uh, I don't get a medieval vibe, I guess, is what they're trying to mm-hmm. to convey. Uh, it's got an okay hook, but eh. Meh. Yeah. That's all I can say. Well, I agree. That's my number eight. <laughs> so I guess we could have... <laughs> we almost got it right there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I could pinpoint where they were trying to be a little medieval though. Like, yeah. as I was thinking about it, I'm like, I could be sitting at medieval times and hear this. Granted, I'm not saying that's my base comparison for what medieval times are actually like. That's just where my, my brain went, because that's the closest I'll, I'll come to these days of living in it. So, but I got the feeling it was a little bit more show-off-y. Uh-huh. I don't even know if that helps make sense, but I didn't really feel like anything kind of fit here. So... Yeah. The music to the name, the look of it, I don't know. It's probably a castle. Yeah, I would imagine I guess. he was in a castle, so he's a little knight. That makes sense. But um, this was the least suited just overall to me. Yeah. 
So. No, I agree. Number eight. Uh, which was also my last and my personal preference as well. <laughs> and obviously so. I, I, I don't right. blame you there. Okay, the next four, they were hard for me to... Oh, yeah, these could be interchangeable and I wouldn't yeah. fight you on it. <laughs> so, yeah, if if I, if I they don't match up, it I don't know. They were just like I was trying to figure out where to stick them. Uh, so we'll just say at number six I had Blizzard Man... Uh, doesn't really have a cold sounding to. And again, why why do we continue to recycle these? I Ice Man, Frost uh, yeah. Man, like I Blizzard feel like Blizzard Man. Man should be like the upgrade. Yeah, Ice Man has now Lord Blizzards. Right, but no, they just no. It's the same things over and over again, except <laughs> this guy's got skis. Well, Weird like, looking. What, we're in six games with what, like six to eight heroes. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, it kind of starts off a little bland, but it, I guess it does kind of have an adventurous vibe to it, but just wasn't enough for me to be like, oh, wow, that's just amazing. It's just kind of like, meh. Right? <laughs> the story hey, of our day. This is meh, meh Man 6. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> anyway. Well, Blizzard Man is five for me. So I think you and I are about in the... So far. Yeah. I mean, I did feel the happy, fast pace to it. Um, so that's where I guess I would kind of disagree because I did feel like it had the heroic spots. But more end gamey, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like if this was the last thing or maybe where the end credits... Would yeah. fall, not necessarily for a hero per se. I mean, it fit well enough looking at the graphic, I guess. I don't, from what I could pull from the feel of the music beforehand, um, I agree. I don't know that I got cold, but however that translates for a person when you're listening to music. Um, but again, I just don't end it that the little ski guy was quite cute. Yeah, I mean, he's. Those, a- are, those are my way of like having something nice to say at the end was okay. he was cute. <laughs> He's just a the hero himself. Round little skier. He's a little ski guy, yeah. Did he have a hat on? I feel like he had I a hat think on. So some sort of helmet-ish. I think they all kind of it's like a little face poking out of whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh my number five was Plant Man. Okay. I don't I don't know how you translate plants into a tune. Sure. Uh, it kind of has a Mega Man sound to it, but I kind of felt like it, it it fits into the Mega Man world, but it's also like if you were listening to the tunes, you'd be like, well, that's that's a number eight. It's a lesser Mega Man tune, so the fact that it had a Mega Man flavor to it kind of gave it a little bump, but mm-hmm. it's a lesser, <laughs> a lesser tune, so I had to also kind of bump it down a yeah. little bit. So it wasn't bad, it just wasn't great. And, mm-hmm. But beyond that, I got nothing because I don't know how you translate plants into music. It's kind of a throw up for all these, right? Yeah. Uh, Plant Man was actually at my number two. Okay. Uh, this felt like the complication music scene. So like when a hero goes and saves the day, I don't know, especially the little breakdown that happens when it starts to repeat. You mm-hmm. know? Um, but looking at the graphic, I, you know, I kind of felt like this would have fit Centaur Man better. Probably. Like, it, it felt like it had more of that. Where a, a, a 
Uh, hold on. We talked about. Yeah, I already said Centaur Man. I had to, I couldn't remember if I've mm. already said my piece on his or not of like since we're going in your order. But like where I was getting more of the gallopy like green lush feel. Mm. And like maybe that would have gone better there and the Centaur Man's music would have been better for Plant Man. Right. Maybe in hindsight. I don't know. But the greenery made sense with the name in the background. Sure. Plants. Man. I was not lied to. (laughs) (laughs) I did not feel deceived. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Is that all you got? That's all I got on Plant Man. (laughs) Okay, just making sure. Uh. (laughs) I know, it didn't really sound like I was definitively done, but you know. So that that just leads me into my number four. I mean, we've been pretty accurate. Close. I mean, that's that's the first division, so we'll have at least one more. But eh. Uh, my number four would be uh, Wind Man. Okay. I guess it has a wind sound since it kind of like sways like wind in a way. But again, meh. Yeah. It's just meh. Yeah. That's all I can say about these tracks. Meh. I don't really have anything. Of course, I, the last two, I do actually have some some thoughts that aren't just meh. So we'll okay. discuss that when well, we get there. Well, that's We'll feel like a fully rounded human yeah. with words. Uh, actually, Windman was my number one. Okay. Because uh, it did feel very breezy. It felt like a flighty kind of level. Like, I wouldn't have been surprised. It had uh, spots in it that felt more exploration kind of you know wind blowing exploring sure uh so when i looked at the graphic i felt like it hit the nail on the head there you know the colors were uh, felt in the song again whatever that means to you it does appear to be i guess what a flight level would be for a Mega Man game it was mm-hmm. above ground okay so <laughs> like that i know sometimes is uh usually they're going down instead of up right um so I thought though those two out of all of the tracks went together the, the, the best as far okay. as you know music to what I was seeing and the name Windman. Wind. I don't know what his appearance was supposed to give me the thought of wind, but because didn't he I have what like you would do for that propeller on his back or something? Yeah, I don't maybe know. That was, yeah, it's just I just <sighs> that's all he does. And if you put. Wind Man and Plant Man together, you get Nature Man. Because <gasps> plants and wind. Until Blizzard Man comes and starts it all over again. Yep, and he screws it all up because he's like winter or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think it makes sense. So, number three mm-hmm. for me was Flame Man. Uh, yet another fire based. Because we've had Fireman, we've had Flame Man, well, not Fireman, we've had, like, what, Heat like a Man. man. Uh, so there's some sort of bomb, nuclear guy, too, or something. Oh, Napalm Man. Napalm, there we go. I know there was another one somewhere else. I don't know. It's hard to keep up. It's fire. Yeah. Fire Stuff Man. <laughs> it has kind of a slow Bad start. Uh, builds with unremarkable sound. But it, it, there's there's kind of a good hook in there, I guess. It's just it's not enough. And and um, yeah, I guess this is where it's gonna start. Is it is it kind of racist? 
the the design. You know, I I I I had debated whether I was going to talk about that little blurb when I looked at it because mm-hmm. like I wrote it down and I'm like, hmm, I don't know, I don't know, because he landed at four for me. Okay. He landed at four. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what was on his head. I mean, it looked like a turban. It did. And but the feel of the music, honestly, I I got the impression before I even looked at the graphic, like Snake Charmer esque. That's actually yeah. a note I wrote <laughs> down because I was like, "Is that what it kind of feels like to me?" And then when I looked at the graphic, I was like, "Now I'm kind of uncomfortable because I don't know." Yeah. And I'm not educated enough on that to know whether it actually is or not. You know. Um, but you so, got yeah, a sense that, of- that what I wrote was that I saw the graphic and whoa, what was on his head? <laughs> was I right in my earlier assumption about the music? Because I mean, I guess in that case, well done because it matched up. But I have to nitpick why it was Flame Man now too. Like mm-hmm. maybe this one should have gone lower for me now that we're saying it out loud. Cause I'm like now that I'm thinking about how it all connected, maybe it just didn't but i think it raised higher because i got that feeling and then when i looked at it i was like okay well i mean that's what i was getting flame though i don't understand where that's coming from no but the aesthetic fits the music yeah but not the name exactly it was kind of a mind f on this one yeah i don't i don't really know (laughs) i just thought i'd bring it up because um each yeah i don't know you know, I don't. I don't want to get upset if there's no real reason to get upset. Like, I don't want to be more upset than the people who should be. But and, like, and I don't know. I don't know enough in this case to be like, I can't. And that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I, I'm kind of throwing it out there, and mm-hmm. it's up to the public to decide whether or not it is. If it's not, well, I feel like the the people who would be offended is kind of up to you. Exactly. Be, so <laughs> not the rest of us. Like, yeah, I, I I don't know if if it's wrong, it's wrong, and and I'll support. You people who say not you people, um, right? I'm just I, you not understand the what culture I'm to that say. would be offended by them depicting it in this way. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna move on because I yeah, feel like I'm digging that. hole. And number right. two, Yamato man. Mm. Yamato is Blato, whatever that means. I guess since he's samurai esque. I guess that's why it's Yamato, because Yamato is Japanese. Uh, yeah. But also, does that mean it's racist? <laughs> I but mean, they are well, Japanese. But they are Japanese. Okay, so I feel like, was Yamato Man, was that his name in the Japanese version, Rockman 6? Or is that just something the American localization team said? Just say I mean, I guess they could have just said Japan Man, and that would have been terrible. Now I kind of feel like I want to go back and look at the graph. Well, according to Wikipedia, Yamato was the lead ship of her class of battleships built for the Imperial Japanese Navy shortly before World War II. Okay, well, he is not a boat. He was a samurai (laughs) of sorts. Hmm. Anyway. I was going to try to make a connection here okay but. so <laughs> the, the the tune has kind of a i hate to say this because i've been trying to think of another way to say it an asian flavor 
That's exactly the word I put. Okay. I think I could hear a little Asian flair in there. I don't think yeah. that's a bad thing to okay. say. Like it was influenced there, and so yeah. it has its own style. All right. So it's not a it's bad. It's not t- like you said that F in Asian flair. Yeah. Know? It's just like it has that Asian flair to it. <laughs> it does have the. It it has all like the, the flair in the world. Like the Bill Burr joke. Now, if you had said, "Why are all," <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. No, you didn't. It's not a bad tune. Um, it's all right. For what it is, mm-hmm. so why it's my number two? It was my number three. Okay, see, we're, yeah. we're so in tune for it, the most it, part. I, I mean, that, that you pretty much said exactly what I wrote down, you know, and then it, it I guess, for what I was envisioning and hearing, that sure, it, it, it seemed to fit mm-hmm. the name and look of the hero, so it got to be my number three for that reason, but. I can, I can, what I heard, sure. I can sure. see what they were going for, and it lined up. Uh, well, with that in mind, that also leads into our final. My number one, your number five, Tomahawk Man. Also, is it racist because... <laughs> <laughs> like, they stepped in it quite a bit in this one, maybe. I well, because because we've seen with the Indians, the Reds, Skins, yeah, that's what they're called, or, football team or formerly known as right uh would would this be considered racist kind of because you're saying tomahawk but then you're also equating it with this indian chief headdress and yeah you know yeah, that kind of thing yeah. uh but <laughs> outside of it being i mean if it's an indian character i don't know how you tear that line i don't, I don't know i just not do it at all uh I guess the only reason I gave this number one, despite what we're talking about, I know mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say that we're I'm just supporting solely it. on the music. It's the music. Yeah. It's the music. Uh, for me, this kind of had a Western sound to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of felt like it was the most appropriate in terms of setting and character. Uh, that's why I kind of gave it my number one because I was like, yeah. I, it, you know, at least I see cowboys, Indians. I know did the visage but this this the music and everything i'm supposed to be seeing it's there so that's that's why it became my number one yeah so for me it was just you know i got the writing on the horse vibe Mm -hmm. i feel like i could tell you know exciting fast good guy um i think i was trying too hard to make the name and the music that i was hearing line up which caused a little bit of a disconnect i don't know i feel like i could see what was happening but the scenery seemed to kind of mismatch it like yeah. with him being in more of a industrial look, I, I don't know. So like Tomahawk Man in a Mega Man universe, my brain was getting a little. I don't know how all this fits. Now, had I played all the games? Maybe I don't know. It doesn't sound like it really from listening to you on this one right now. It doesn't matter. So, you know. Um, so yeah, it was much lower on my list because of that. Yeah, they they just. I think they they have words and say, well, what sticks? What what can we make into a thing? Like nine, ten, and so on. It's always this man, this man. In fact, I think it was part nine. They actually did create a woman. So it was like, what was her name? She was like a, she was a mermaid of sorts, but I can't remember what her name was. But it was blank woman. And I was like, oh, at least you changed it up a little bit. You know, it's not just Splash Woman. Splash Woman, that's it. Yeah. So Robot Master from Mega Man Nine. So at least at least there's that. But see, in 
what they at least did in the Mega Man X series is they they might be bizarre, but it wasn't blank man. They just said, all right, well, what can we do? Animals, penguin, uh, lion, uh, this. And then they just kind of rolled the dice and saw where it landed. But there it is, everybody. Do Okay, I do have one thing that I will say about this game on a positive note. Yeah. But you'd actually you'd actually have to and I know this is silly, but I, I find little joys in things sometimes. The, all these soundtracks can be found I found them and I of course I've sent them to you, but if you're looking for a streaming site that actually has them, they are on Spotify. You can look up the Capcom mm-hmm. Sound Team and you can get the full album with the original music plus they have additional tracks for I guess they did a PlayStation release of these games, so updated graphics and music and whatnot. So you hear PlayStation versions of these tunes. And I'll I'll be honest with you, I'm not... There's a charm to the 8-bit chiptune sound. Because when you... it's, It's almost like they just said, well, just generically copy it in some way and and throw in some weird instrumental sounds of some sort and they just they're not the same mm-hmm. like you hear the tune you're supposed to be hearing but it's just wrong you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it just, just doesn't quite doesn't fit yeah it doesn't quite do it for this game this particular game there is a tune and if i can find it i will stick it in i know i have one of them mm-hmm. but <clears throat> In the interstitials, every time you you win a match, they tell you what weapon you've won, so you gain the power of the other uh, robot master that you defeated. And there's a tune. The PlayStation version of that tune is so much better than the one that's in the game originally, in a sense that I love listening to it when I hear it. And it's just it's a simple loop of, of tune, but it's just so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why couldn't the rest of these be this good? Why are they all just some half-baked generic garbage? But that tune, for whatever reason, is so good. And it's just a loop <laughs> of the same <laughs> tune for like a minute. But it's good. So if I can find it, I'll stick it in. You be the yeah. judge. I, it's just, that's my opinion. Well, I think through all of this, we still learned Mega Man 2 had the better music. And then I'd almost hazard to say one would be my second out of all of it yeah it's uh mega man 2 is a classic for a reason i think we've proven today and throughout the last few weeks why it is a classic yeah you can't beat something that's just that good passion project Mm -hmm. remember that story that game was a passion project and it shows absolutely yeah so gg mega man 2 Mm -hmm. i'm sure the rest of the games were fun you win the music for sure. Absolutely. Excellent. That's all well, I got. That's our show then. Thanks for sticking with us, folks, through our Mega Man music headliner. 
You can also hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash. You can send an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram to view the weekly icon art that Stephen puts all of his time and love into. And you can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform and even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil paper productions. And you can tell your friends to find us as well on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network or search Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, and even YouTube.com forward slash Pencil Paper Productions. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Lacey Finley. And I am Stephen White. And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.